Hello, welcome to this episode of On the Table. Today, we're going to be talking about my issues with traveling and like my sort of traveling annoyances. Because I have some here that I really am passionate about. Just things that I find really annoying about traveling. Because um, I've traveled a pretty good amount in my lifetime so far and i've no i've been noticing things about people when they travel that actually piss me off and just things in the so like in the whole like traveling culture that i just find really annoying so i'm going to be talking about those today so number 1 is my problem with the people at TSA. I hate people at TSA. And it, the thing is, I might be a little bit biased because most people who go through TSA are there for the first time. So they're going to take longer. But even then, it still pisses me off because people will do the most stupid shit at TSA. Like... Why are you going through TSA with 14 layers of clothing on, knowing you're going to have to take all of that off? So now you're getting, like, undressed and dressed in the TSA line, which is taking longer. It just pisses me off. It literally pisses me off so much. It makes me so upset. And I was thinking about this as I was writing out the outline for this episode. I was like, they should, like... Airports should make TSA lines for, for first-time flyers and then for people who are experienced because it makes no sense why you're taking 15 minutes to go through TSA ever. It should not take you 15 minutes to go through TSA. If anything, the longest, the longest it should take you is 10 minutes because it's so easy. My system is literally flawless. I get to the airport like an hour and a half before my flight. When I, I wear, like, slip-on shoes so I can take them off and put them back on really easily. I wear a t-shirt through TSA, but I have a hoodie in my backpack and, like, my carry-on so I can throw that on right after I get through TSA before I go get my coffee, before my plane takes off. And my system is literally flawless. I already have my ID out before when I'm in the line so I don't have to dig through it in my bag when I get there. Like I said, I wear slip-on shoes so I can take them off and put them back on really easily. I don't wear hats. I don't wear any sort of really baggy clothing. I wear, like, a t-shirt, but I, then I put on a hoodie in my carry-on afterwards. My system is literally flawless. It works every time. Every time. And it took some experience to get to this point because before, when I go through TSA... I would wear, like, lace-up shoes, and, like, I'd wear hoodies. I'd wear so many layers. I'd wear hats. Like, it was really bad. It was really bad. But now, I've learned my lesson, and I built up the skills. Because now, you'll never see anyone think that I'm taking too long in the TSA line. Because my system is literally flawless. 
it is perfect. But the people who do the exact opposite of that actually make me so mad. And something else that really pisses me off about TSA is when you go through TSA, you have to put all your stuff in, like, these bins. What makes me so mad is when people don't put the bins back where they're supposed to go, like, in the stack of bins at the end of the uh, TSA line. They just leave the tin on the, like, roller bars. So that everything just starts getting knocked off the roller bars, and it makes me so mad. Like, the TSA line is designed so that your bins at the end of the line get stacked on top of the other ones when you're done. You don't just leave your bins there. I've seen people do that so many times. There was this one time I was in the airport to go to Atlanta, and the guy in front of me, he didn't put his bin back, and then all my stuff just got so jumbled up. So I, I was, like, slamming the bins back. I literally was, like, slamming things around because I got so upset that he just left the bin there, and that caused all my stuff to get, like, jumbled up. Don't do that. No. Yeah, I, I, just, I just really, I strongly believe that airports should make TSA lines for first-time people because it there's no reason why it should take you 15 minutes to get through TSA. It actually makes me so mad. Especially since my system never fails me. Like I said, my system goes like this. I get to the airport an hour and a half before my flight, so I have ample enough time to do what I need to do. So yeah, I guess the airport an hour and a half before my flight. Sometimes more actually because of traffic. It just depends, but usually it's always an hour and a half before my flight. When I get to the airport, I'm already checked in on my phone so that I don't have to do check-in. So it makes it easier and faster. I get to TSA. I have my ID out already. I'm not, I put my hoodie that I'm going to wear on the airplane in my carry-on when I go through TSA so I don't have to take it off and take it back on. I'm wearing a t-shirt, sweatpants, slip-on shoes. If not, if I'm not wearing sweatpants, I'm wearing jeans, nothing else. I have on my slip-on shoes, preferably like sandals with socks so I can just take them off and take them back on and put them back on. They scan my ID. I very quickly put my things, my bags, on into the little trays. Put my shoes in there. I don't wear hats through TSA. I take my shoes off, put them in there. I go through the little scanner things. They scan me. I usually always have to do it again because I have I always have jewelry on, so like they pick that up. But I go through. I, again, very quickly take all my things off the little trays. I put my shoes on. I take my bags off, get my phone, get my ID. I put the tray back where the other stacks of trays are when I'm done. And then I kind of wait off to the side to TSA a little bit to put my hoodie on. Hoodie's on. We're good. I, I make sure I have everything that I have just in case I forgot something. And then I go off. I get coffee. 
I get snacks, I get water, and I also get electrolyte packets because I always get super dehydrated on, dehydrated on planes, so I get like electrolyte packets and I put them in my water. I find my gate, and then I sit down, and I wait for boarding. Which brings me to another one of my huge things that piss me off about people at airports. The people who line up for boarding. I hate that. I hate that so much. And I'm so sorry, Mom, but my mom does that sometimes, and it actually makes me so mad because, like, why are you lining up? Why is anybody lining up to get on the plane right now? You literally, you pay for your seat. Why are you lining up for boarding? You're going to get on the plane. I absolutely hate, hate lining up. Because there's always that really old motherfucker who thinks that you're trying to cut them in line. And they're like, I'm in line. Like, obviously, I don't know why you're in line right now, but of course you're in line because we're all in line right now. Oh, I hate it. I hate when people line up for boarding because... Everyone there pays for their seat. They're going to get on. If anything, I'd rather be the like the last person on to board the plane because I, I don't like rushing. I hate rushing to get on planes because I pay for my seat and I'm going to get on. On that plane, there is a seat that I pay for that's designated for me. I'm going to get on the plane. I just hate. I hate hate when people line up for boarding. It pisses me off. I hate it. Um, I have to poop really bad. I have to shit so bad. So I'll be back. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. That felt really good, actually. Um... Anyway, yeah, I don't like people lining up for boarding. Next thing that really makes me mad is the airport prices of everything. Why is a neck pillow $30 at an airport? Something about that, I don't know. I just don't know why everything is so expensive in airports. Especially because the flight that you're getting on is already probably really expensive. So, like, you have to spend a lot more money for comfort and food in the airport. It's crazy. But that's all I have on that because I feel like that's pretty – I feel like everyone kind of agrees with that. It's like airport prices are terrible. Um, next, I said the lack of airplane snack variety. Everyone loves the Biscoff cookies, but, like, I'm getting to a point where, like, I'm kind of tired of them, and I would like something different. Like, fruit would be great. You know what I mean? Like, a fruit cup, like, yogurt, something would be great. And I know that you can buy your own snacks in the little, like, airport shops to bring on the plane, but, like, what if you forget? What if you're, what if you don't have time to get snacks? There's been times where I haven't had time to get snacks and I've had to eat the Biscoff cookies. And, like, I was like, this is great, but I would love, right now, I would love 
something else. And I feel like first class, I've never been in a first class flight, but I don't, I really don't know what they get to eat. I feel like it's the same thing, but they just get more comfort. I know first class gets served alcohol. I do know that, but I feel like with their snacks, it's kind of the same thing. They get the same thing as any other suite of the plane but they just get, like, more relaxed, like, more comfortable seats. I feel like that's it. Um, and more space. But, yeah, we need to really work on the lack of airplane snack variety. We need to have more options. Because I do love the Biscoff cookies, but, again, why is there not other options? I don't get it. Next, I said people who bring babies on airplanes. And I'm talking about, like, babies. Like, n almost newborn babies. Like, people who bring, like, year-old babies or, like, nine-month-old babies on airplanes. I'm like, why are you doing that? And I feel like, because when you're on an airplane, if you don't, like, chew gum or something, your ears are going to pop. And I can just imagine how painful that is for a baby's ears to pop. That is painful. Also, you're literally putting your baby so high up in the sky where, like, the air is drier. And you're in an airplane, so their baby's getting, like, recycled air. So, like, you're... There's a chance of your baby getting sick. Like, why are you bringing your baby on an airplane? Also, the, my biggest thing with this, though, is just the baby's crying on airplanes. I'm on an airplane to relax. I'm on an airplane to take a nap. I don't want to hear a crying baby on a flight with me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear that. Because even if I have headphones in listening to music on the airplane... I can still hear a crying baby, and that pisses me off. I was on a flight one time, and there was a mom, her baby, and then the grandmother on a plane, and they were kind of sitting kind of close together, but not really. Like, they had to kind of walk a little bit to get to each other's seats. But anyway, literally the entire flight... The grandmother was walking to get the, like, to take the baby from away from the mom and then bring her back. It was, like, she did this, I think, at least, like, 15 times. Like, she was constantly getting up and walking back to her seat the entire flight. And it pissed me off because whenever she'd pick up her, the baby, the baby would start crying. And she just would not be quiet. So I had a terrible time on that flight. It was so bad. So if you, don't, if you don't have to bring your baby on a plane, don't do it. Please. There's just too many things that, that are wrong with bringing your baby on an airplane. Like I said, there's a chance of your baby getting sick because of all the recycled air. It's drier up there. The baby's ears popping. The baby crying. Just don't do it. If you, if you, can't, if you don't have to, don't do it. 
please. And the last thing I said for my traveling annoyances is the people who who run TSA and scream at you. When I went to New York, of course, at TSA, I was coming back home from New York, and I when I was at the airport, I was constantly getting screamed at. And I mean constantly. For no reason, because like I said, my system at TSA is flawless, so I don't mess up TSA. But for some reason, I was getting yelled at the entire time I was at TSA. Why? Why am I getting yelled at right now? There was no reason why I should be why why I should have been getting yelled at, considering I was doing nothing wrong. Now I remember my first time on an airplane. I got yelled at, and it actually almost I almost started crying because I got so I got such bad anxiety and panic. Because I'm not a person that does well when being yelled at anyway. By anyone. So, you yelling at me when I'm trying to do my thing at TSA makes me nervous. It makes me anxious. And I, it just, it ruins everything for me. But when I went to New York, oh my god. And I understand why they were yelling at me because I had never run through TSA before. So, like, I was doing things wrong. So I was, I was like, it was kind of deserved that I was getting yelled at. But when I went to New York, oh my god, I was getting yelled at so much when that shouldn't have been happening. Because I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was doing everything right. I was following my system that I like to use. Nothing went wrong, but yet I still got yelled at. And it made me so mad. Because why are you yelling at me? Like, now you're just looking for attention. Because why are you yelling at me? I'm not someone who does well with being yelled at. So, like, if, especially if I did nothing wrong and you're yelling at me, I'm going to e- be even more mad at you because there's, why are you yelling? I hate yelling. Um, but that's kind of all of my traveling annoyances. I just, I love traveling, but sometimes I, things, the certain types of people in airports and things that happen in airports just really make me mad. Um, also, I want to share... A story with you that happened to me recently. This was on a Sunday. I woke up and I wasn't doing anything on Sunday. So I was like, you know what? I want to go get a coffee from a coffee shop. Because I haven't done that in a long time. I feel like like I feel like I haven't went to a coffee shop and gotten a coffee in so long. So I was like, you know, I went to one of my favorite coffee shops right now. And while I was in there waiting for my coffee. In my breakfast sandwich. This couple walks in. And it's pretty obvious that they just came back from like working out or whatever. So I was like, okay, whatever that happens. They order their coffee. And they stand in the waiting area directly right next to me. And I just get hit with the most vile smell ever. They smelled so bad. I, like, had to, like, step away. Like, it was it was so bad. And I didn't want to be rude about it because, like, I don't know. I just feel like that's just really rude to, like, 
be dramatic about it, but they were, I couldn't do it. They smelled so bad. I just like had to move away. Like I went to go act like I was throwing something away in the trash and I just stood by the trash can because that was better than how they were smelling. They smelled so bad. So I literally was standing next to the stinkiest people on, on the planet while I was waiting for my coffee. Um, and at, at this same coffee shop, I was kind of looking around like people watching because I like to do that. And I was like, a lot of people have on sandals right now. And I wrote this down in my notes. I said, one thing about white people in public is that they will have their toes out in the summer no matter where they are. And that is so true. Literally, one thing about white people, they will have their toes out. It doesn't matter how they how their toes look, where they are, they will be having their toes out in the summer. I just thought that was really funny. Because, like, there were I saw so many toes at this coffee shop at, like, 10.30 a.m. It was insane. It was, like, cracking me up. Um, because I don't like having my toes out usually in the summer, um, because I just don't like the look of toes. Like, I feel like it's just weird. So if I have on like sandals, I'll put socks on. Cause I think that's really cute too. But like literally anywhere I am, if I go out in public anywhere, I guarantee you I will see a group of white people with their toes out anywhere I go literally everywhere and it's just really funny to me um those are my two stories that I wanted to tell I also want to share this movie I watched recently which is like which is called we need to talk about Kevin I recently watched that (sighs) that movie actually freaked me out if you know anything about the plot of the movie it's basically about this a girl who gives birth to this, like, absolutely evil child. And, like, he grows out to be, like, a mass murderer. Um, but it, like, freaked me out after I watched it. And, like, this usually doesn't happen with, like, this doesn't happen to me with, like, horror movies. I, like, rarely ever get, like, scared or freaked out from horror movies. But this movie was different because it was so real. Like, the main point in the movie was so real. Because you truly don't know how your kid is going to turn out when you have children eventually. Like, you don't know if that kid is going to turn out to be a really good kid or, like, a terrible kid. Like, you just don't know. And in this case of the movie, the kid who turned out to be a mass murderer, he wasn't raised in a terrible, in a really bad household. He was raised in a perfectly healthy household. He just grew up, he was just really evil in, in like, nature. And he just grew up to be, like, a really bad person. But it was freaking me out because I was like, one day I want to be a dad. And I I just don't know if my kid is going to be, like, a good kid or, like, a really terrible person. You just don't know. And it was, like, freaking me out. Um, also, the actor who plays Kevin, which is the killer's name, Ezra Miller. Let me just say, Ezra Miller playing that character 
it was so real. Like I said, this movie, this movie was just so real. But whoever picked Ezra Miller to play Kevin did so good. It, they did so good. Because, like, watching Ezra Miller play Kevin was, like, literally seeing the killer. And it, like, the a little actor who played, like, little Kevin, his acting was really, really good, too. And it made me so angry because he was being so awful in the movie. Like, his, his acting was so awful. Not like his acting was bad. I'm like, the character he was playing was so awful and he was doing it really, really well that it actually made me so angry watching him act because I wanted to literally throw him you know like if if I was like a parent to myself in the sense where I was also like a really really bad kid I would slap the fuck out of the back of my head because like no 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 luckily I was a good kid when I was little because, like, I would have probably been an unbearable child had I been, like, evil. But genuinely, though, like, I I don't think I could ever have a terrible kid like that. Because I would literally, I couldn't do it. Because my patience is already so low. That, like, you're telling me this, like, five-year-old is telling me to go fuck myself? No. You're getting put out. I'm sorry, but you're getting put out. And there was a point in the movie where, like, the kid was just being so demonic and evil. He was just being, like, a really evil kid to the mom. There was a point where, like, she threw him. Cause, like, she was she got so angry that she threw him across the room and he, and he broke his arm. This might be a little bit controversial, but personally, I didn't see anything wrong with that. I see nothing wrong with that. Because the kid was being so awful, I get it. It was this it was like the scene where like he like pooped himself on purpose to make her angry. So she changed his like pull up whatever thing, whatever. And then she was like, Are you happy now? And then he like purposely pooped himself again. And that's where she threw him. I would have done the same thing. Because genuinely, why would you do that? I don't know. Something about evil kids I I just hate. Because how are you like five years old and being evil when you literally don't make money? You don't pay bills. And you're in my house. Like, no, that's not happening. Um, But... Because I was so freaked out about the movie, I did a little deep dive on YouTube about the movie, and I recently found out about the like the real person who plays Kevin Ezra Miller being like a, just a terrible person in real life too, which was scary. Um, so whatever, but like I, yeah, I didn't see anything wrong with him th with her throwing that little boy because I would my patience is so thin. I think I would have done the same thing. I'm, I'm so serious, which is why. I can't have evil children. It just can't happen. I it can't, because then then in turn I will become the evil person before like hitting my kid. 
it's not happening. But anyways, that was the episode. Thank you for listening. Hope everything made sense because I'm on my second iced latte of the day. And I'm just on go-go mode. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you later. Bye.